Eminence in the Shadow is an anime that came out during the winter season of last year. It spanned over 20 episodes for the first season, which is generally unheard of for anime, typically. Um, usually when they bleed over into the following season, they generally will uh, either go into 24 or 26 episodes, but this only went into 20. Um, it Its premise is that of an isekai with an OP main character. If this is something that turns you off, hey, you know, it is what it is. But the initial setup is that the main character is someone who initially wants power as well as wants to be perceived as an eminence in shadow. The OP powerful character in the background, not the person who is the hero, not the person who is the leader or the king, but essentially that black knight, if you will, that is feared by all because of how powerful and how great they are. No one can challenge or go against them, but at the same time, everyone else just goes about their daily lives knowing that such a powerful being exists and that he essentially throws off whatever concept of power you might um, possess. I keep using the word power, but bear with me. Um, this was his dream. Now, for the most part, I've heard a lot of people essentially refer to this as eighth grader syndrome or Jinobu. Um, I think I pronounced that right. But um, this isn't that. See, eighth grader syndrome comes with the idea that essentially you're delusional, right? You are pretending to be this character while, you know, you might say these weird cringy things like, oh, the power in my right arm is, is, is burning and it's telling me to attack, but I can't. I got to hold it back. Or these sacred charms on my ring is, um, are the only things that are stopping me from destroying the world. It was like, how how can I not bear with it? It's, it's shit that you might actually hear um, weebs say all the time, but it's more akin to a Japanese concept where it's like people who are just so enthralled in anime are they believe themselves to be this character that they made up and whatnot when realistically there is no, there is nothing about them. They're just, they're pretending it's all fake. It's in their head. It's literally the uh, concept of the book Don Quixote. Um, ironically enough, what that book preaches and what it teaches um, is generally what the eighth grader syndrome kindly aspires to, even though in Don Quixote, they show you how that's, it's a bad thing to just throw yourselves in the works of, chivalrous knights and um, heroes who save the day and stuff like that without thinking on a more, uh, I'm to say neo-political, <laughs> but thinking of a more broader spectrum of uh, the world in general, where everything isn't black and white, a lot of things are gray. So when you don't have that balance, then essentially you get caught up in this illusion, in this fictitious. Even though you might be happy in this illusion, it doesn't change the fact that essentially you yourself are very much delusional. But that's that's a whole other discussion for another thing. Uh, <laughs> but within the main character, I would say he cannot possibly fit the idea or the realm of it, someone with eighth grader syndrome because he is not delusional. He is aspiring to become that which he says he wants to become. He does not show any signs of pretending to be that. He is working towards actually achieving said goal. So someone claiming to have an unbridled power within their right arm is someone who like, and there's no proof of that, is someone who has eighth grader syndrome. But someone who's training only their right arm so that it can be far more powerful than anything in the world, 
does not have eighth grader syndrome. That's someone trying to accomplish a goal, regardless of how crazy that goal might be. It's just that that's a that's now a crazy goal to achieve or aspire to. But again, that doesn't mean that they're eighth grade. They have eighth grader syndrome. They're just doing something foolish. So with the main character, his what he aspired to was to be the eminence in shadow. Um, even to the point of the things that he says are the, I do not like using this word, but it fits so well, the, the cringy things of saying like, you know, his name will be shadow. He's shadow hiding in the shadows. Um, he knows all, he says vague, obscure references to things that don't make any sense when he's talking to people. And essentially it might throw them aloof and give a vague explanation as to what he's talking about or what he means. If he was to do that in front of people and he did not have any type of power, then he would be considered someone with eighth grader syndrome. But he's doing this based off of the portrayal of how people who are showcased like this within um, anime, TV shows, games, and things like that, or stuff that he essentially just believes is cool. It, it, then it's like, but he has the power to back it up. So he actually becomes the um, aforementioned eminence and shadow thereby justifying to him the reason why he does the things that he does because he thinks that it looks cool and that's all that he ever aspired to do was to become someone who has reached that level and that pinnacle. So it's not eighth grader syndrome. Don't get thrown off in the mix and be like, oh, it's eighth grader syndrome or think like something like Jabba's Isekai is better than this because you know you have a main character who used to be this fat good for nothing and then later on it becomes a reborn kid that still has the trauma of being a fat good for nothing. God, that's bad. But <laughs> this is something totally different. Um, so while aspiring to be that within the real world and then understanding that there's nothing that he could do to actually accomplish this, he winds up getting hit by truck coon to go to become uh, to become an isekai protagonist. And in doing so, he essentially accomplishes his goal since he's in another world where magic exists. So he trains and trains and trains and then makes it to where he, as far as everyone else is concerned, he's this mundane, second-born noble son that essentially is just very much average in comparison to his older sister, who was like the highlight of the family. He has all, but he has all this potential and power that he's been building up, and it leads to him starting reluctantly a secret organization as trying to uncover the truth of the world and reveal the evil masterminds that control everything that's going about it um, to the public. Ironically enough, this happens to be the premise of a story that he made up on the fly towards a girl that he happened to rescue in order to justify his actions that he took upon him rescuing her, when realistically all he was kind of doing was just screwing around. And that's the nature of the character, where essentially the situation as well as the world building itself tends to grow from his lack of understanding as well as his lack of caring about anything and everything. Because if it has nothing to do with his notion of being perceived as the eminence and shadow, then he has no use for it, which makes a hell of a lot of sense considering that that's all that he's ever wanted and that's the only goal that he's ever aspired to have. Yet, upon this being the case, you find that the world tends to build itself around his ignorance and in a hilarious and very entertaining way. By him striving to become the eminence in shadow, he essentially 
starts off in an avalanche of effect, um, a series of events that either um, enhance his um, his notoriety as this eminence and shadow, build the group necessary that he wants in order to be perceived as this leader of this um, organization that is controlled or is um, doing things within the shadow, and become this figure that he's always sought to become. And I can think of no other anime that I've seen all year leading in from from last year and this year prior, even comparing it to Spy X Family or any of the Demon Slayers and blah, 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 blah. And, and like, yeah, Chainsaw Man, all that stuff. To me, that is aforementioned shit in comparison to Eminence in the Shadow. This series was amazing. It is fantastic. It is easily one of my favorite anime series of all time. And I say that as being someone who has a deep, genuine, <laughs> um, huge scrutiny when it comes towards looking at um, different uh, anime as well as uh, having a, a choice um, opinion about a lot of things. This is something that I believe was just fantastic. There, there is really nothing I can generally say to uphold the praise that I have for this anime, considering the fact that it just hits well on all accounts. I'm someone who has read the manga and know that there are differences between the manga, the light novel, and then what they adapt into the anime. But the anime generally comes from an adaptation of the light novel rather than the manga, which, in my opinion, has far more detailed explanation for something, some of the situations that go on within the story, but much like with the story of Overlord, they aren't things that are necessary in order for the story to commence, nor are they things that you need to hyper-analyze or focus on, as it generally is either looked at, they give a brief explanation, and then they move on, as they should. Rather than in the manga, they might give a far more little, um, not in the sense of detailed explanation, but a far better explanation as to what it is that's going on, but for the most part, considering the amount of people who have spoken out against Eminence and Shadow um, in terms of their overall perception of the anime, you will hear a lot of people who would consider or call it trash. When generally speaking, there's nothing trashy about it. The animation is very good. The comedy is hilarious. The action is actually also incredibly well done. It's not something that is very pretentious to where every single frame is painstakingly detailed into being this weird rotoscope mesh of a thing where they have this horrible, ugly 3D animation to try and make up for their slow-paced action as well as their incredibly slow-paced story. Oh, chainsaw man. <laughs> but instead, it's actually something that moves fairly quickly, fairly fast. It keeps you on your toes and very much interested from start to finish. I have heard so many people call Eminence uh, and Shadow trash, yet at the same time, I've heard those very same people say that they've kept up with every single episode, while something like um, Chainsaw Man and uh, Demon Slayer, they'll keep on a back burner. There's something that they're going to watch eventually, so then they watch it eventually. While as with Eminence and Shadow, every time an episode drops, they had to see it immediately. Even if it was just to criticize it, that kind of gives you an example of the impact something like that actually has. Whether you like it or you don't like it, you cannot deny that it was actually popular. 
or how scarce that popularity is within the world of anime and um, the anime community when generally something like Chainsaw Man would overtake Eminence and Shadow every friggin' day of the week. And yet, it did not. You could say the same thing happened when uh, Spy X Family first came into the scene and essentially it blew up um, um, amazingly, despite the fact that in all accounts, the other anime that were out during that time should have been considered far more popular than Spy X Family, but they weren't. So I give credit where credit is due and the fact that it's one of those situations where hearing people criticize um, Eminence and Shadow, my questions to them would be things that goes that stem into the range of exactly what is your criticism and how is this something that cannot be applicable to other anime within either its genre or those that came out during its time. Because the animation is fantastic. The characters are actually really good, really well thought, thought out. Um, they're very thought they're not thought provoking but they do have complexity to them which is engaging um and they're also the more than anything fresh fucking fresh god damn it you see so much of good (laughs) in these uh just gaggle of characters that come out whether they be um you know silly indications of very powerful characters or other characters that essentially are capable of doing so much and um and wanting so much, but yet at the same time, just generally flocking towards the uh, the main character, Sid Kagano, who is at that point in time being perceived as a weak nothing of a nobody, who generally would rather much these people not be attached to him and instead distance themselves from him as it ruins his idea of becoming a regular bland-ass character, which is what he wants. <laughs> and it is very much enjoyable very very good very well well done i was incredibly happy to see it uh what was it one of the one of the things i guess to to explain going in detail of me saying like the whole uh explanation aspect uh i actually talked with a friend of mine about this where he was wondering exactly what all can his suit do since he has a slime suit that he uses throughout the majority of the anime and how did he go about creating it, making it, what, what was the process and why? And then it's like, and then he just used it the way that he does. And then I looked at my friend and I asked him, I said, well, did they say there was a slime suit? And he said, yeah. And I was like, you know what a slime is, right? And I was like, yeah. I said, okay, you made a suit out of it. And I was like, so what other explanation do you need? I was like, are you, are you like, what, what is happening? <laughs> But it's it's he says no. I just want to know like like how did he make it? Why does it do what it do? Like how can it go about it? I was like, well, you know that he's mastered magic at this point. You know that he's very creative and intuitive when it comes towards being perceived as the eminence and shadow. You know all of this stuff about the character, and then when they told you that he's using a thing, why isn't that you can't just use the context clues to put together? He did that. Now, granted. I explained to him, I was like, in the manga, they actually give more of a detailed explanation as to what he did with his suit, as well as in the light novel. But upon watching the anime, there's no reason behind getting into that detail. There's no true justification for it besides either just holding your hand throughout the process of of the story, when realistically, it's a lot easier to just have you sit back, kick up your feet and enjoy the story for what it is. Why should the story go out of its way to explain to you every little minute detail? Some things are possibly far more prevalent to 
explore on your own, making you either have the incentive to look for more information, whether it be reading the light novels or the manga itself, something that all anime should essentially aspire to when they have such thought-provoking monikers within it. But at the same time as well, it's also something that just shows a light towards the anime community in general, as this is a typical thing where you have a lot of people who are so used to hand-holding in anime that they don't understand that that essentially might ruin the overall aesthetic itself. If I'm constantly telling you every little detail, then you're not going to really take in the story for what it's worth because you're hyper fixated on such small, insignificant things. Why do their lights turn on if they don't use electricity? Well, they said the world runs on magic. That's that kind of self-explanatory then now, isn't it? <laughs> it's like, no, no, I want to know the, the exact specifics as to what they use to make their lights come on. Well, that seems like a disingenuous notion that <laughs> you are just hyper fixated on, but realistically, it's not necessary to explain what's currently going on in the story. The same can be said for a lot of the technology that they use within Eminence in the Shadow, which honestly, I actually prefer in terms of the setting and the world that they're in, um, which I didn't get a feel of from reading the manga. And I felt that it was far more um, blue. It, it, it stood out a hell of a lot more with the regular people walking around with swords, as well as being in like a semi- New England colonial style um, cities and whatnot, yet everyone is able to use magic to such various degrees, but also they still go around with the concept and notions of like knights fighting for honor, gladiator type style battles and things like that. A very welcomed and interesting um, setting and uh, like a, a period time place that you don't really see within most isekai. Everything is generally set in like a freaking medieval fantasy style with monsters and stuff like that and those things do exist within the world of eminence and shadow but for the most part you don't generally get to see a lot of stuff like that it's for the for what's happened in the first season really only focused on a humanized element whether it be human actually manipulating other humans and making them monstrous or just fighting other humans themselves but nothing in the span of like seeing a bunch of monsters and beasts and whatnot but they do exist within this world but the setting and the time place of it is similar to, um, like I said, like a little colonialism type stuff. I mean, they start having, uh, what is it, like um, like lamps. They start having malls and stores that show like clothing stores and things like that. But you see like the the puffy, um, yeah, like only thing I can say is colonial, <laughs> like, the, like the puffy dresses and stuff like that. It's it's very endearing and engaging as it just, like I said, it's, it's a different setting than you typically get within most isekai which generally just kind of throws all the main characters into a world that's similar to the very first dragon quest instead with this one you got something that sets you to a far more um a far more technologically advanced and embraceive world that you would rarely see within an isekai i mean even um even a overlord has that same shortcoming of being set in like a old medieval style kind of thing just set with a bunch of different monsters and uh concepts and things like that yet there are people who run around with mech suits with an overlord funny <laughs> but that's also a good series you should check out but this was something that generally was I, I was so looking forward to it for i would say about a um as soon as it got announced i was looking forward to it when i heard about it because i'm a huge fan of reading the manga and when the anime came out, let's just say I was very much pleasantly surprised. 
and I gave it nothing but high praise and recommendations all around. It is just fantastic. Like I said, I couldn't possibly gush enough as to how much I enjoy this series and how much I would recommend this series, simply because it doesn't fall into the pratfalls of everyday, regular, um, either cliche stuff within isekai and not something that's like, oh, simply because it's different, that means it is good. No, it's something that um, takes the worst aspects of most um, ridiculous stories that you might get within an isekai, and it builds on it in a hilarious and engaging way. It has characters who are actually very um, deep and methodical, but yet at the same token, they're so sporadic and scarce that upon understanding them or getting to know them is a slow build like you um, is a slow build for the main character as well as it is for the um, watcher of the anime. So because of the fact that the main character is someone who does not care or take notice of different people, different things and how they are and what they perceive, you yourself are caught in that same notion um, notion to where when he notices and examines things, is when you're noticing and examining things, examining things, thus making sure that it's still fresh and engaging for uh, you, the viewer, as well as himself, because <laughs> you're seeing everything through his eyes, and through his eyes is this very uh, crazed mindset that just comes with saying and doing whatever, and everything just falling into place in order to accomplish his dream. So it's fantastic. It's just fantastic it's hilarious the action is really good the animation is very well done kodakawa you know they they did the damn thing um the only thing i could say that i hope is that this anime considering that it has its own little chibi side story um episode episodic um thing as well that it also gets brought into um isekai quartet which would be hilarious um other than that, I literally have nothing negative to say about it. Like I said, I put it in the accolades of being one of my favorite animes that I've seen of all time. And I don't say that often. <laughs> I do not say that often. So it it is, I highly recommend it. It is definitely worth the watch. And if you, you stuck around this long, then yeah, you probably understood that by now. But you should definitely just stop what you're doing and look, and look at um eminence in shadow and i guarantee you you're going to have a hell of a time once you start watching it you're not going to stop it's just that good so yeah that's it you should definitely watch it